This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Outdoor activities like Frisbee golf. Have mm-hmm. you ever done the Frisbee golf, Jim? No, I know it's getting more and more popular, but I've never never done it myself. I have a buddy, uh, Boyd. You've met Boyd. Uh-huh. He is right into the Frisbee golf. Mm-hmm. It's his thing. There's a lot of courses where you can just walk on. It's not like a country club where you got to pay to play, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, he's got his backpack full of different weighted discs. <laughs> you know, you got your driver disc, you got your, your putter disc. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it seems... in-between disc. It seems so stupid I shake my head, but every once in a while a video will pop up on, like, Facebook or Twitter or something like that. And some of these shots, 300 yards away, and they nail it. It's really impressive. Yeah, it's insane. It's uh, it's growing in popularity for sure. But a warning: if you're ever playing frisbee golf down in Florida, and you lose a disc in the water, you may just want to let it go. Headline: Man dies searching for frisbees in Florida lake amid alligator warnings. Yeah, yeah, we've we've all seen Happy Gilmore. We know what happened to Chubbs's hand. Forty-seven-year-old man was apparently he didn't lose his disc. He was, you know, you see old the old guys at the golf course walking through the woods, just collecting balls, and then they sell them on the side of the road in uh, <laughs> like egg cartons. Sure, sure. Used or gently like, used golf balls. Scuba divers dive into the ponds or whatever and get all the balls out of there too. That's what this guy was doing. Uh, authorities believe he was try- going down into this very. Um, common disc losing spot yeah in the water and he went in with a mask on and there was something down there waiting for him dang i mean i guess you should if you live in florida and you're entering swamps you gotta be ready you know that this could happen like i still feel bad for guy it's awful but boy oh boy i don't want to go and no wonder there's frisbees in there you know what i mean i'm not going anywhere near that swamp i've been in florida and i've like crossed the street to avoid a puddle just in case <laughs> you never know <laughs> you never know what's what's in there ah. we did see gators down there remember yeah. we were on the th- and they are terrifying well they're so quiet and still yeah. until they don't want to be anymore True. right they're they're pretty uh, crazy animals, uh, yeah. So this guy was selling these things for like five bucks. They're not cheap. The frisbee, the official, like actual frolf frisbee sure. golf discs, it can be like thirty to fifty bucks. Yeah, per disc, oh, man. And I lose so many golf balls, and they're Kirkland brand or whatever. I get them. They are the retrieval balls that guys sell in, on the side of the road that I buy. And I'm still mad when, when I lose, lose a one dollar. Like, so oh. if I lost a forty dollar frisbee, I might be getting eaten by an alligator yeah. myself. Maybe it's time to face the gator. This is the Taz and Jim podcast. What do you think of this? Elon Musk is getting some heat because he sent out an email telling. Tesla employees, they have to either return to the office to work or they can uh, resign from their jobs. <laughs> yeah. It, I never thought I'd be alive in a time where it would be controversial for an employer to say, hey, if you want your job, you have to come to work. <laughs> if you said this three years ago that this was going to be an issue, how confused would you be? Right. Email says, quote, everyone at Tesla is required to spend a minimum of 40 hours in the office per week. If you don't show up, we will assume you have resigned. (laughs) Makes sense. 
I think I think employers should compromise with their employees and do a work from home thing if it's feasible. But I don't think people have the right to complain about having to go into work. It's what we've been doing. It's what we've been doing our entire lifetimes. As long as humans have been around, they've been going to the place they work right. to work. It's not. I think uh, a human rights 100% issue. 100% there's people who have realized that it's much more convenient for them to work from home over the past couple of years. The commute is eliminated. Uh, you know, they can get what they need to get done on their own time while they're wearing their sweatpants. There are some appealing factors to working from home. Tesla has and will create and manufacture the most exciting and mean- meaningful products of any company on earth. This will not happen by phoning it in, says Elon Musk. <sighs> yeah, I think it is what it is, but I'd probably be singing a way different tune if I lived in Los Angeles. I think they moved to Austin uh, from California, so the traffic isn't as bad. But if I lived in Toronto or L.A., boy, those hour-long commutes. Soul-crushing. Yeah, I, I get it. I totally get it. But, I mean, you can find another job if you don't like it, too. I do enjoy the people who are like, I can't come back to the office. I, I'm uh, I'm scared of COVID still. And then you see their Facebook page. They're on vacation. <laughs> yeah, they're, totally. They're at a concert, That's hanging true. out at a bar. Mm-hmm. And I, I also saw scared like, of COVID, but I'm only afraid of the strain you can catch at work. Yeah, I also saw an article, and it was like the reasons people are working from home. And, you know, I thought it was going to convince me that, you know, maybe we should be kinder and allow people to work from home. But the number one reason was so they don't have to leave their dogs alone. Now, I have two dogs. I get it. But that's not a reason enough to revolutionize the workforce, I think. Two years ago, you figured it out. (laughs) (laughs) You can figure it out again. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Remember the story we we were talking about months back, uh, the woman who was selling farts in a jar? Mm Mm-hmm. She's a a social media influencer, reality TV star. Her name is Stephanie Maddow, and she decided to go into business for herself. (laughs) It's always good to be your own boss, right? Now, is this the girl who was so enthusiastic for her farting in the jar business that it sent her to the hospital because she was eating all sorts of weird food to stir things up? That is correct. She okay. couldn't. She couldn't keep up with demand, <laughs> so she had to supply chain. You know, supply chain issues. <laughs> <laughs> so she had to um, eat more protein. She mm. then got uh, some bad gastro stuff going on and had to go to the hospital because of it. So she stopped selling her farts. In the jar, and I'm sure many people were very concerned for her uh, livelihood. Cut down in her prime. But she has found a new product. (laughs) Oh, boy. According to TMZ, she is now selling her boob sweat. Her boob Hmm. sweat. And people are buying it. What the hell is going (laughs) on with this world? Uh, but again, supply chain issues. <laughs> there has been a uh, delay in production now with with her boob sweat online business. Uh, here she is talking about what's going on. A lot of you are like, wow, didn't this girl become the number one world's most successful far jar seller? The answer is yes. Now I have pivoted over to a new market and that is the cha-cha sweat market. Let's go on to the bad news now. I was in my yard yesterday. I was supposed to be 
fulfilling orders these next two days while it's really, really hot, a black bear came into my yard. Just chilling, eating garbage. So I am basically a prisoner in my own home. I cannot be in my yard doing my job, doing, doing my work, doing what God intended me to do, which is pleasing all of my clients and saving marriages and making people happy. Saving marriages! <laughs> there are so many questions I have about that 30 seconds of audio. <laughs> yeah, so she, uh, she unfortunately can't lie by the pool and collect her boob sweat right now because there's a black bear in the neighborhood. Can't you just turn on the furnace <laughs> and go up the stairs a few times? It has to be by the pool sweat? Uh, well, everyone knows that by the pool sweat Wet. That's where the money is. That's the good, That's the good stuff. Mm. Hmm. Uh, just like God intended. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so she already went to the hospital for she, farts. What? It, she calls selling boob sweat work, which is yeah. oh, I enjoyed. It's uh, a boob sweat market. She says that she is doing God's work, the <laughs> Lord's work, and she also is saving marriages. Uh, I think uh, this lady may have a bit of a complex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she believes highly in herself. Uh, well, best of luck. Hopefully the weather stays nice where Stephanie is and that bear finds somewhere else to hang out so she can ramp up production again. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. New movie coming out with Woody Harrelson and Kevin Hart. And it's getting a lot of attention in the Trana area. <laughs> Am I saying that right? I don't because know. Because it's called The Man from Toronto. Now, the trailer, they, they say Toronto about 30 times, and there's a lot of people from the GTA saying that the actors in the movie are all saying Toronto wrong. Here's a little sample. Hey, Toronto. You ready to go back to work? That sounded like a normal Toronto, didn't it? Uh, it doesn't too, too heavy Toronto. On the, the second T got a little too much. Uh, this is emphasis. Toronto. I, I, I worked at a call office or whatever telemarketer's office for like six months once, and we called all across Canada, and they did tell us how to pronounce different cities based on because they wanted people to think that we were in that city and we weren't. Right. So you would have to say Toronto. So that you basically don't pronounce the second Tron, T at all. Toronto. Toronto. And I, I remember. Uh, Calgary was another one that you had to say because people say Calgary. Calgary yeah. yeah, Calgary is how you say that. This is the man from Toronto. I'm so, wait, what? I'm the man from Toronto. And he's here to torture you. See, there there was a good one in there, man from Toronto. And then Kevin Hart's really going heavy on the second T. But the thing is, the only person who should be pronouncing Toronto right is the man from Toronto who Kevin Hart's pretending to be. He's not actually from Toronto. So he shouldn't be. All the Americans, if it's a realistic movie, should be pronouncing it wrong. But Woody Harrelson plays the man from Trana. Okay. And he is also going Toronto. Our only way to find the man from Toronto is if you continue to be the man from Toronto. Here's a clip of Woody. I am the man from Toronto. Objection. No. Oh, he hit it hard. Yeah, Toronto. Like he, he almost does Tehran space. Oh. Yeah, I'm the man from Toronto. Just forget about my Texas accent, <laughs> my <laughs> subtle Texas drawl. Hey there, I'm the man from Toronto. 
toe. <laughs> you don't hear a Canadian accent. <laughs> you know what things are like up there in Toronto with the <laughs> Sin Tower. The Sin Tower. It's, it bothers me because like people in Toronto get really defensive about... I don't even know how I'm saying it. Toronto Maple Leafs. That's, Toronto. that's I'm trying to say any what they're thinking word, about if it. If you say any word over and over again, it starts sounding weird and wrong. Yeah, it does. It does sound crazy. The word, yeah, it makes less and less Slacks. Sense. If you yeah. say the word slacks. <laughs> You're right. Slacks. You know slacks? Their pants? Slacks. Slacks. That's probably slacks. why people don't say that anymore. It just got too weird. They're saying it too much. I'm going to put but it on a new pair of slacks. People in Toronto care so much about saying it right. Here's the thing. Nobody else cares. Outside of Toronto, Like nobody cares how anybody says it. It's nice that the city is getting represented, though, finally in the movies. True. You had the, uh, the cartoon there, the Pixar turning red, where it was Toronto. Yeah. You know, they didn't just film it there and pretend it was somewhere else. They actually named the city and... For a long time, as Canadians, we'd feel left out. We'd go to the movies, and they wouldn't even acknowledge... They'd acknowledge the entire country. They wouldn't name cities yeah, in American like movies. Ontario, Canada, or something. Right. Never get specific. So I guess even Toronto is a step in the right direction. I am the man from Toronto. Objection. No. I'm the man from Toronto. Oh, it's election day. You know what I read, actually? They say that uh, the reason uh, you vote for people is you vote for the guy you'd most like to have a beer with. I know that sounds odd, but it's true. But what I find even more interesting is that no one has ever used that to their political advantage. Like if it was me, that would be my whole campaign. That'd be the spine of it. Beer. You know what I mean? I'd be, I, everywhere I went, I'd be holding a glass of beer. You know what I mean? And my, my slogan would be... Uh, Ah, and I'd hold up my beer. I'd go, ah, you like beer? <laughs> Me too. Ah. <laughs> He's got a point. <laughs> Norm McDonald. Here's Norm and his, his last Netflix special that he recorded the day before he went into his final cancer treatment, knowing that there was a chance he wasn't going to make it through. Uh, pretty incredible. Never seen anything like this. I, I watched it earlier in the week, and it is very funny. It's strange to see a stand-up comedian doing their routine into a computer with no laughter like some of the jokes, you know, if it was in front of a crowd, they'd get roaring applause and yeah. laughter, right? And uh, it's just Norm plowing through it, and uh, it, it, it's worth watching for sure. Uh, after he does his routine, he's got um, Adam Sandler, David Letterman, Conan O'Brien, Molly Shannon, Dave Chappelle, and David Spade sitting around. They all watched together norm's final comedy routine routine and they uh, they talk about norm and uh, what kind of comedian he was what kind of man he was and it's it's a pretty special thing yeah i i've got i'm th about halfway through it and it's i didn't watch it because it's kind of weird you're like looking at his face and he does look kind of sick unfortunately it it is there's an element of sadness to it yeah. obviously because he is joking about death and illness in in the special and knowing what the result was now, obviously that stuff hits a yeah. little different than it would have if Norm had survived. But he's still like the little bit that I did watch. There's still some, still a lot of light in his eyes and still like that like mischievous kind of thing he's got going yeah, on. Yeah, he, he, loved, he yeah. loved telling jokes. He can 
get that sense from the the special for sure. And without without the audience there, I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about it because I love his stand up. But it's actually it's it's obviously very well written. It sounds a lot like his audiobook of the book he wrote. So it's very similar to that, like well written. The jokes are in there, and it's just Norm reading it. So yeah. that's what it's it's almost identical to that. Yeah, nothing special if you haven't seen it. The only disappointment <laughs> we were talking when this was announced. You don't get many opportunities to do the old, if you're watching this video, I'm no longer alive. <laughs> yeah, the video message from beyond the grave. Right, no, you didn't drop that in there, but <laughs> it's definitely, if you're a fan of Norm MacDonald, a must-watch. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Violent fla- Flems. <laughs> Violent phlegms. Oh, I've had those when I was sick with a cold before. This morning, I kind of had some violent phlegms. <laughs> Took a while to get the old uh, voice box back to where it should be. Mm-hmm. Violent phlegms. <laughs> Gross. Uh, it is A34, Taz and Jim. How you doing? If you own a shell gas station in London, Ontario. Apparently, you're not doing great. CBC London reporting that uh, multiple Shell gas stations in London, Ontario, as far as we know, this doesn't affect our listeners in Hamilton. All the Shell stations outside of London seem to still have gas, but for whatever reason, in London, Ontario, Shell stations are gasless. Yeah, they do still have diesel uh, at the locations, but yeah, basically no gas at all. If you drive by a Shell gas station, you'll know if it has gas or not in London. If the where the price of the gas is just says zero 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 zero, so that's how you know. So if it doesn't, there might be gas there. It's not cheap, cheap gas. I'll tell you that much. There is no gas. I saw that yesterday. I saw I drove past the Shell station. It said zero zero. I'm like, oh my god, they're giving away free gas. How do you get premium? Free gas. They screwed up. They don't know. They're they're giving it away for. Free. It's like when they mislabel something at Walmart and they, yeah. the rumor is they legally have to sell you that yeah, for that price. You had the price tag on it. You got to give it to me for 0.00 shell. I'm not seeing <laughs> I'm not seeing anything in Hamilton. There are two shell stations in Windsor that were also dry by Tuesday, so it may be other cities outside of uh, London, so something to keep an eye on. Ah, I missed my chance. Cuz you know when they my car takes premium so when they run out of regular, they start selling the premium mm-hmm. for the same price as regular. 100%. I saw some people tweeting about it. Well, it was why happening. didn't you tell me? <laughs> you have Twitter as well. Do I, need to, do I need to be your little gas buddy and tweet every time? Yes. I didn't get it for myself if that makes you feel better. But your car doesn't require premium, does it? But boy, it could use a cycle. <laughs> a little pampering. <laughs> yeah, just it one likes, cycle. <laughs> have you <laughs> heard it lately? <laughs> looks likes to be pampered every once in a while. Well, listen, if I saw a good deal on something that I knew you needed, I would definitely send you an email. Even if it wasn't during work hours. Okay, I'll do it now from now on. I'm starting tweet. to think our relationship, our friendship is one of convenience, Jim. <laughs> I'm so Would I, you be my friend if we weren't getting paid for it? What do you say? No. <laughs> what do you think? No. Listen. Yeah, I hear no, you. No, I just didn't it didn't <laughs> pop in my mind. In fact, because I was just being selfish about myself and I was like, should I do it? I didn't you didn't pop in my mind. I'm sorry, man. But from now That's on, okay. not only will I tweet you, tag you in, and I will let everybody yes, know. Yes, you with should the have retweeted it to all the Taz yes. and Jim listeners. Mm-hmm, I will. Help them out. The gas prices are a donkey donk right now. <laughs> 
If there's, on, that, on that note, like, it's time to ride a donkey. I think just yeah. feed it some grass. If there's a uh, if there's a way we can get some cheap gas, we should share that information. This is the Taz and Jim podcast. I've got a bit of a dilemma here, Jim. Uh oh. Wearing a pair of shoes, I really like them. A pair of Nikes, right? Mm-hmm. Super comfortable. But I've noticed they're pretty loud. Like squeaking? Yeah, let me pull the microphone down to my shoes here. All right. Can can you hear these? <laughs> can you hear that? Yeah. So yeah, I didn't is, think I would, but yeah, you can. This is me walking. <laughs> I'm not sneaking up on no, anyone with these shoes sure. on. It almost sounds like a, a cartoon Foley act is going on here. It's, yeah, it's exact, yeah. So you didn't notice. If I never brought it up, you probably wouldn't have noticed. But now that I've said something, you're going to notice. notice it. And I bet you when it gets hot out or you're sweating a little bit, the squeak gets a little more high-pitched, a little more distinct. I don't know if it's the bottom of the shoe or it's like the, the, the air portion, like the air pocket in the Nike Air contraption, you know? I'm guessing it's the insole. No, no, it's not the inside. It's not coming from the inside, like where my foot is. I think it might be. <laughs> can I take? <laughs> can I take him back to the store and say, "Excuse me, these shoes are too noisy." <laughs> what if you give him a little spray of WD forty? Have you ever heard that one? Yeah. Do you have any shoe oil? <laughs> <laughs> Gotta grease them up a little. I got here. some squeaky shoes. Yeah. Well, I guess, like, now I'm doing it, and you can't hear, like, if, as long as you're six feet, the microphone's up where I'm standing now, near my head. So, I guess, if you're tall enough, you you won't hear them. Yeah. But I apologize to any short people that I've been walking past, not realizing that the, that annoying squeaking has been going on for a while, most likely. Yeah, yeah. That is annoying. You're like one of those guys with a loud muffler on their car. Right. Walking down the sidewalk. Where the guy who always wears... Me. Where's the corduroy pants? <laughs> Just a zip zip. And zip, <laughs> zip, 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 zip. <laughs> Is it the com- the comfier the shoes are, the more noise they will make though? Because I feel like like those old guy white shoes that like the New Balance have, yeah, I feel like they're just like the dad shoes. Something about it. there's a lot of movement in them. You know what I mean? They're comfy. There's a bit of a give. Squeak. Yeah, a little bounce. Uh, unlike those like stiff shoes that don't move at all, that are un- uncomfortable but look good. Yeah, I'd rather go comfort with a squeak. Yeah, than uncomfortable with no squeak. <laughs> You got your sneakers and you got your squeakers. Pick your side. <laughs> I think I just realized that my mom, when I was young, put me in corduroy pants so she could keep track of my <laughs> whereabouts. <laughs> like a cowbell on a cow. Exactly. Yeah. Where's my son? Zip, 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 zip. Here he comes. Oh, he's behind the couch. <laughs> this is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.